Hello and welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast. This is the single track session and it is February 4th, 2021. This is our first single track session of the new year, even though it's February. So you got 11 months more of single track session. So let's go ahead and get started. I think the best thing to do, kind of explained a little bit in the last episode, but our podcast numbering, we're going simplified. So we went away from Tuesday podcast numbers and single track session podcast numbers. Now we're just going to have podcast numbers, hence the jump to 299 and 300. So 299, which launched on Groundhog Day, more on that in a minute, uh, was just an episode talking about who I am, what um, I've been doing, and why we came back out with the show. Gives people that have been listeners of the Trail Manners podcast a little background on us, as well as new people, a little bit of info to see if they want to stick around. So hopefully that worked out. I was definitely rusty. When I look back at that show, I recorded it more than once. I'm not going to lie. We'll be transparent. And I still wasn't thrilled with the outcome. Just felt super rusty. Um, Hopefully that will get better. But the next episode that launched on Wednesday the 3rd was with our good friend Joel Hatch. And that was a great time having him behind the microphone having another person with me uh, made it much more enjoyable so that was a fun show to have joel Uh, we've been running together more he's worked on me actually today um, for his stretching um, because i need that i go into him once a week for that uh, just to improve my flexibility because i think i'm like built like a tonka truck just not flexible just a big old steamer coming down the road uh, but yeah, a couple of great shows we had this week, and we've already got next week's show lined up uh, next Tuesday, so I'm looking forward to that uh, and launching that one. And then we'll have another single track session, then we'll uh, talk a little bit more about some other changes that we have coming through the year. But let's, let's go back to February 2nd, Groundhog Day. So Mr. Uh, Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow, which means six more weeks of winter. Now... I'm not a huge fan of winter. I think the older I get, the more curmudgeoned I get with winter. I don't mind the snow in the mountains, but I don't like it getting super cold all the time. And for whatever reason, it seems like it's been windier this winter. And so you get that fierce wind coming through. And I know back east and there's other places that have wind. I don't even want to talk about. I was in D.C. one year when that wind came through. And oh my gosh, that thing will that'll that'll go through everything you're wearing and your soul it gets so cold but it's been a it's been an interesting winter here um, I'm not looking forward to more snow I've been enjoying running on some dirt lately and um, we've got some nice patches of dirt on the Bonneville shoreline but six more weeks of winter which at the end of the day I don't know I struggle with this whole prediction thing it's fun but I just hope we don't have a ton more snow down in the benches and the valleys you can stay in the mountains because we need you and especially for not just water for fires, but it helps the ski resorts. They've had a tough time with everything going on. So I don't want to say shame on you, Punxsutawney Phil. It's not your fault. You saw your shadow. But uh, I'm looking forward to some warmer days. And we've had some mixed in, but it's been it's been cold. But I still don't wear pants when I run. So I'm sticking to that. I think I did once this winter and regretted it right out of the gate and it was just a very uncomfortable run for me so I'll stick to my shorts even when it gets cold I rarely regret wearing shorts when it's cold 
and then layered. But I still got some, some um, what do you call it? insulation from, I don't know, like 2016. Haven't got rid of that yet, so still working on that around the midsection. Let's start off with the beer of the week. I'm excited to get back to this for multiple reasons. One, I have a beer. Two, I like to review new beers or new to me, and I love hearing recommendations. Now, if you know me or you know the show, I am an IPA guy. I love IPAs generally. There's some stinkers I've had out there, and we won't probably review some of the stinkers, but um, this one isn't new to me, but I thought, you know, I'm going to start off the year. I'm going to start off the single track session with one of my favorites, and this beer is from Mother Earth Brewing Company, and I absolutely love Mother Earth Brewing Company. They have so many things I like, so many flavors, if you will, but a lot of great beers. Some are seasonal, and they do a lot of um, special beers like collaborations and things like that, but the one we'll do today is the Kismet IPA. ABV is 7.3, 70 IBUs. I think it's a great beer. I don't know if it gets all the good ratings. I mean, there's so many beers out there, right? But this is such a good beer because I like that it's a drier finish and it still has that bitterness of the hops. And lately, I've been into some tropical, you know, some tropical fruit, if you will, um, tasting. But one thing I do like about it, and I wish I could find more IPAs because there's some that were out. Pine Drop from Deschutes years ago, which I haven't seen. I like a pine flavor in my beer. It makes me feel woodsy. Makes me feel like I could grow a long beard, and it makes me feel like it's okay if I'm just a little stinky. So I like a beer with some pine. Um, but this is a West Coast style IPA, Mother Earth Kismet, beautiful can. It's part of the Resonator series that they do. Um, but I recommend pretty much anything by Mother Earth, especially in their IPA line. They do have some. I'm not a cream ale guy. Um, you know, they got a peanut butter uh, stout or porter. Um, not a not a dark beer guy either. I like the the IPA stuff, and I'll actually be reviewing some more later down the road that might take you by surprise that are not IPAs um, that might surprise you. Like I said, so this week's beer of the week, Mother Earth Kismet IPA. If you haven't had it, give it a shot. I'd love to hear what you think, and if you have some recommendations for me, uh, shoot them my way. You can message me, you know, through social media links or post it, or even just manners at trailmanners.com. But every week on the single track session, we will bring in another beer. I give this one four and a half out of five whatevers. I don't care if, uh, if we're grading on a cheese curd scale, four and a half cheese curds out of five, but then I think I could never eat half a cheese curd. That's ridiculous. So, uh, stars are used, but four and a half out of five. And the reason it's not a five, I have some fives out there and this one isn't quite there yet. And we'll get to those as well. So if you have it, if you had it, I hope you've enjoyed it. If you haven't, give it a shot, see what you think. Now, again, for 2021, just a quick recap, um, a few other things, you know, we're going to have some new shows. I've got like new guests lined up. I'm really wanting to push the website on you as you can hear, as you can tell. But again, I'd like to hear some feedback, and I'd also like to get some people that are interested in potentially being a, you know, if you want to post an article, maybe it's something you're on. We've had some good ones. Aaron Saff from uh, Back East had one on there last year, um, since we haven't done anything, in, but most recent. Um, and it's just, it was a great article. So I recommend you going back to our website and checking that out. Um, we've got some updated swag. I'm going to be pushing that. Those shirt sales help the podcast, and it's a great way to support. Plus, it's got the new logo. I want to get the new logo out. It's a little tweak to it. I like it. 
Um, but it's got some cool stuff. And you know, if you don't know, or if you know, Trail Manners, I only like like quality gear, right? So it's not like a $5 t-shirt that's 100% cotton that's going to shrink seven sizes or it's going to weigh, you know, 24 ounces or anything like that. These are next level shirts. They're just great weight, super soft, you know, uh, a tri-blend type shirt. So I've got those and also a few uh, tech tees for running. If you like tech tees, some ASIC tech tees. And we've still got a few beanies on the store. I was just doing some inventory, but uh, yeah, we'd love to see those sent out and worn. And then whatever proceeds we get from that, we're just going to chuck back into the store to get some more cool gear out there. Also, I cannot believe the re- response I've had on the Trail Manners flag idea. This has got me super excited. I've had people reach out to me saying, hey, I'd love to use the flag. I've got this cool stage race. I've got this cool event. I'm going to Colombia. I'm going to Egypt. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I was hoping for. So thank you so much for the interest in that. And again, if you're not sure what we're talking about, I've printed four flags, two woody footies and two trail manners, and they're double-sided. They're actually legit. Um, they're not real big, couple feet, so it doesn't take up a ton of space. Maybe a little bigger than I originally thought, but we'll go with it. And you just t- you message me, I'll send them to you, and you take them on your excursion, your adventures, your your whatevers, and you take a cool photo somewhere, whether you're on the top of a peak in a cool place, um, and sign it right where you were, and then ship it back to me. And I'll have some return labels for you because I don't want you guys to have to pay anything out of your pocket. This is more just to see where this flag ends up throughout the year and save some of those photos. So I'm super excited about um, the interest in that. So I just want to tell everybody thank you for for that because, again, you can have ideas that you think are good or want to do something, but if no one else is interested, right? It's just kind of like, meh. So how about the new year? I know we're a month late, but this is when the show launched. Um, so I know people out there have goals, resolutions, plans, whatever you want to call them. I talk to people, I've got resolutions. I talk to other people. I think resolutions are silly, but I have goals. I've got, uh, journaling's really big, you know, or people like, uh, grateful journals or thankful journals or mindful journals or whatever they are. Um, but I have some, and I'd like to, I'd like to say some of these, not necessarily just for me, but I think these are pretty good and you've heard them and it's not, they're not new, but I've tried to talk to people even in the past is, and again, we were a month in, so maybe this is trimmed down a little bit. But you know, whether you're a regular, when I say a regular, maybe you go to a gym regularly, maybe you're part of a class regularly, and you've got your crew, you got your group, you got everything, or maybe you're you know hit the same trails at the same time, everything else, right? Well, you know, there's going to be new people, especially uh, with with the pandemic. You don't know what's going on. Um, people be either being outside, not comfortable inside, so this could go either way. And sometimes I hear people say, oh, man, I hate, I don't go to the gym in January. There's too many people. They just don't know what they're doing, blah, blah, blah. Same with the trails. Oh, my gosh, there's so many more people on the trails. It's like this, that, and the other. And I want us to take a different approach, right? And this is, again, kind of what we want to push here with the Trail Manners community. Let's take a different approach and encourage those people, right? It's good to start. It's good to start somewhere. And, yeah, I know. After January, a lot of people taper off. I mean, it's how it works. Um, you know, I've been to gyms before and classes and obviously running on the trails. Or even, you know, there's a lot of spin classes and hit classes and all those things. But we should be encouraging these people, right? We should be encouraging them to help them continue with the progress. Because we've all been there. There's nothing worse than, 
you know, if you, if you're a regular runner, right, you run all the time, but then you get hurt and you're off for a few months or, or six months or whatever, and you get back into it. It's, it's like, you're excited, but then you're like, Oh, here comes the building process. Or when I would go to Joel's bomber class, right? I always knew when I wanted to go like, all right, I'm gonna get strong. I'm going to be able to lift a car, be super strong. Right. But then I'm like, Oh no, my nether regions and my, I call them my ham shanks, you know, right between the buttocks and the inside of the, the leg, they're gonna be sore from squats and everything else. So I kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of nervous about it, but encouraging people that may be close to not continuing what they want to do, continuing to better themselves. And let's face it, when you better yourself, when you're happy, you're just a better person and you're a better person when you're outside of that environment, right? So if I get a great run in and I go to the supermarket, you know, I'm going to tell it, tell people, hi, that's just how it rolls. Ask my kids. I embarrass them because I, I dance, I sing, I, whatever, because I'm happy, right? I'm, I'm, I did something I wanted to do. Your, your endorphins are flowing or whatever. So I'd like to see us just be more encouraging and accepting of everybody, right? Instead of, oh, they're in my class and we had this cool group going or there's more people on the trail. Let's help them, right? Because they could be the next ones that do something for somebody else. So that's my thought there. And I think it helps to educate them, right? Because it's always the same thing too, right? We, we see people on the trails for the first time and they on your left and they don't move or they move to their left, right? It's okay to stop, right? And just... I've done it and I'm horrible with people, folks. When it's people I don't know, I'm not so good. But I mean, you can have a conversation, right? Hey, yeah, you like running up here first time? Yeah. Things like that. Or especially in classes and gyms and things like that. Just helping people the best you can to understand etiquettes and educate and nuances because we've all learned them. Um, I'm going to share a story that I'm not so proud of, right? Thank goodness it's not bad. Well, it's not too bad. This was a long, long time ago. I mean, like I said, I'm almost 50, so I can barely remember it. But it was early on in my in my years, and I started. Uh, it was my I think it was like one of my first backpacking trips as not a kid with a leader, right? So I was with some friends. We went down to Moab. Uh, we went backpacking through Moab for a few days. And if you've gone through Moab or anywhere else, sometimes, you know, it's not like there's a trail, right? It's a lot of red rock. It's a lot of slick rock. And you're just going from Cairn to Cairn, uh, looking at your maps. Well, I, I was unsure exactly what a Cairn was at the time. This is where I'm embarrassed and a little bit ashamed of myself, but I was unaware of what they were. And I remember I came up to one and I actually knocked, it was small. I mean, it will say, and that, this is true. It was probably... Uh, less than there's definitely less than a foot high and it was maybe five rocks. Right. But I remember seeing one had been a long day. I was a soccer player and I just kind of, you know, gave it the old outside of the foot or outside of the boot, if you will, and then kicked it over. Well, a buddy I was with, he looked at me and goes, what'd you do that for? I'm like, I don't know. And I didn't, I really didn't know it was there. I was a soccer player. I wasn't thinking, but I didn't know exactly what it was. And he goes, you know what that was? And I was like, I don't know if kids stacking rocks, and I didn't realize it at the time because a lot of the trails I grew up on and did backpacking were in the mountains and you just were on the trail. And there were cairns, I'm sure, but I didn't recognize them because I was focused on the trail. He's like, dude, and he told me what it was. Immediately, I felt horrible, went back and built it back up. So that's a perfect example. I mean, I had no idea what that was. And not that happens all the time, but you need people there to help you. Right. Unfortunately for me as a friend, and I know that's a lot easier him educating me, but you still are the same way. You've got friends that want to, Hey, 
I know you're a runner. Can I come run with you sometime? Hey, I know you go to this class. I'd love to check it out. Can I go with you? Just that encouragement and that those little um, nuances and those little tricks or tips um, go a long way. So those are things I like to peep, keep talking about uh, for people just to kind of be encouraging, right? And I think the other thing, and I, I've done this this year, and I'm not going to share them all because it makes me nervous, but remember to set big goals, right? Um, and maybe that scare you a little bit. Set big goals that might scare you, right? Because if you don't hit that and you're working towards it, you're still way further along than you were. You know, and I think that goes with life. And this, again, this is not groundbreaking. I'm not sending you an invoice. You're not laying on a couch, right? But I think these are things to be, when I get reminded of them, reminded of them. See, I told you I'm pretty rusty. I cannot talk to a microphone staring at a computer screen very well. But I think the goals you set that are bigger and scare you, I don't know. It's like when you have something, whether it's a 100-mile race, whether it's a, like, again, a, a soccer game, something you're passionate about that you've done forever, and you get those butterflies. I like to tell people those are good. That means you love it. That means you're invested in it. That means you care. And I think the same thing with goals. I mean, I've got some big goals. I mentioned the show. I'm doing the Bighorn 100, the Bear 100, and a few other bigger things. That's big for me. Um, I, haven't, I didn't race at all in 2020. Um, a lot of people didn't, uh, even in 2019, I didn't do a whole, lot. I haven't done a hundred miler in a few years. Right. So this year scares me. Um, but also it's motivating and I know I'll have my own personal goals when I get to these races. And if I don't get them, yeah, of course I'm going to be a little discouraged. I mean, we're competitive with ourselves and you're not going to do a hundred mile race if you don't have any competitiveness in your body. And I'm not saying competing against a person, but maybe it's yourself. Maybe it's, you know, something, but you're not going to do a hundred mile race because you're bored. Okay. So if I don't hit my goals and I've got a lofty one for the bear 100 and I will not share that one yet, but if I don't hit it, hopefully I've trained well enough and I've done well enough that I did better than maybe I would have if I would have set a smaller goal, right? Um, I know when I went ran Wasatch one year, I was very close. I had a goal of going under sub 30, 30 hours, um, which for me is fantastic for others. It's like, uh, we'll wait for you. And I remember I wasn't going to, that was my goal all year. And that was, and again, for me, it was a huge goal. Well, as I got further and further into race, mile 75, it was in, you know, by all calculations, it was out of reach. But as I kept going, right, I was trying to convince myself that a sub 32 was okay. And it absolutely, it would have been a PR for me anyway, right? But then I kept thinking to myself, okay, I don't know if I'm ever going to run this race again. And I don't know if I'm ever going to be in this position again. And position, I mean timing, right? I mean, I'm obviously, it was a game against myself. So in my mind, I thought, okay, let's try this. The next five miles, try this. Okay, it got there. The next time, try this. And as I kept looking at my watch, I kept thinking, holy cow, a sub 30 is kind of doable now. Um, fortunately, um, with a little bit of luck and a little bit of stubbornness and a little bit of pride, I went sub 30. But if I would have set and was happy with a, a sub 32 after I'd set my goal, that's where I would have come in. But because I set a little bit loftier goal, again, for me, I know some listeners are out there like, I've done Wasatch in 24, I've done Wasatch in 26, and man, I couldn't imagine either one of those. Um, 
But again, I think that goal, and I shared it. I shared it with people, and I surprised myself. So set your goals big this year. If you're on the fence about something, go big. Just do it. Just throw it in there and and do everything you can to get there. I'm struggling with some injuries right now. You can't control everything, but it's early in the year, right? So set some big goals and scare yourself just a little bit, right? And I'm going to tell my goals here sooner than later because in a roundabout, weird, laying on a couch, talking to a doc kind of way, it's maybe helped me be a little more accountable, right? Because it's out in the world, okay? So I'll share those. Um, and again, these are my goals, not anybody else's. So be gentle. Um, and just remember along the way, celebrate all the victories and milestones. I do not care how big or small they seem to you. Celebrate every single one of them because that's just fun, right? I mean, as you go and you do things, just have fun with it, you know? Um, that's why That's why it's like celebrate it. Like for me on Tuesday, I had one of my favorite, I saved one of my favorite, favorite beers because that was a victory. Coming back out with a podcast on Tuesday was a victory. So celebrate them all. You hit a PR. You have a, you know X amount of miles you want to do in a week. You have X amount of miles you want to do in a month. Maybe it's uh, weight training. Maybe it's your diet. Maybe it's you know dropping a few pounds. Whatever. Make sure you celebrate them. If your goal's five and you only drop four, celebrate that. That's amazing, right? So just celebrate some of those as you go. And I think that keeps you happy and motivated. I am definitely not the person to be talking about this because I am probably harder on myself than, than I should be. But we got to love ourselves a little bit, right? And and I think that's something I'm going to focus on a lot more this year is celebrating the positive and celebrating, what I'll call them victories, right? And so victories sometimes might mean, like I said, you have a goal of losing five pounds, you lose four. That's a victory, right? You lost four pounds. That's awesome. Right, celebrate. Now, I'm not saying go out and <laughs> eat a bucket of ice cream to celebrate because that might put you backwards. But celebrate it. Be happy. You know, celebrate those things. So we'll move forward. I'll get off my soapbox. But I have some questions for you, the Trail Manners listeners out there. Here's some questions, and I want you to, if you can, right? If you want, share. I want you to share with me. And maybe it's on the on the Facebook post. Maybe it's on the website. Maybe it's an email. It doesn't matter. But maybe it is on the Facebook because people can talk a little bit, right? And see, compare things. What new gear are you most looking forward to this year? And me and Joel talked about this. But what new gear are you looking forward to in 2021? And I don't care what it is. I'm going to tell you, I've got a few that I'm really looking forward to and a few I need some pointers on. And this is why I'm out here talking to you, right? So the first thing I'm looking forward to is the new North Face shoe line, um, the Vective line. They've got the the Flight, which is the top one, the Endurance, and the Infinite. So a quick story. Um, Michael Thompson was the shoe guy at Pearl Izumi when I was with Pearl Izumi. And to me, he made the best trail shoe on the planet. Again, to me, it was the Pearl Zumi Trail N2 V3. And it was, I still have a few pair in a box, but they haven't made them forever. That was the shoe for Eric Manning. And I haven't found a replacement yet. And I've run in a lot of styles. So now he is with the North Face. They look similar in the rocker style, right? So they have a rocker to them. 
and I've heard a lot of good reviews and they've tested these for a long time. The one thing I have with these shoes is they're white. So it's a trail running shoe in white. All shoes get dirty. I've, I've just not used to seeing a trail shoe in white. I've even seen people post like, this isn't going to be good for my OCD. This ain't going to be good for whatever because they're white. But I'm really looking forward to these shoes. Now, they're not cheap, just like shoes are going up. And Joel and I talked about this a little bit. But I've got the middle version. I just barely got them. Um, I haven't wore them on a trail because I want to make sure they fit. Because, again, I paid full retail for these suckers. And, you know, this is the middle one. I think it's the infinite. And it's got a great feel. Ugh. But on my left foot, I think right now, and that's my foot that's kind of hurt. I don't know what's wrong with it. But I think they're a little snug. I think they're a little too tight. And that makes me unhappy. It makes me nervous because I really, really, really want to like these shoes because I need some shoes. I've been running in the Ultra Timps. I've been running in some Lone Peaks, even though I like a little bit more cushion. I'm a little, I have more cushion, so I like me to have some more cushion. Um, I still have pearls. I run in the pearls. Um, I've got boy, a slew of others, some Caldera 3s from Brooks. Um, I have some Solomons, but the Solomon has a little too much drop for me. But that's one thing I'm looking forward to. My my sweet spot in a drop of a shoe is four to five millimeters. And I can tell if it's eight, so don't harass me. But like four or five mil drop, I love. I love that drop. Like I said, I've been wearing Ultras, and I do like the ride on those. I like the feel. They've, I think they've improved their shoes immensely. I don't think their toe box is too sloppy. I used to think it was a too wide. For me, again, we're talking. And I know people love that wider, wider stuff, but I think they've narrowed it a little bit um, than when it started out, so it fits me better. Um, but, yeah, if you've got some ideas on shoes for me, four to five mil drop, think of Pearl Azumi N2 B3 as the – pedestal shoe in my eyes and if you and i've been looking for it and i keep seeing shoes come out over the years say this will be the replacement of the, the pearl n2 v3 this thing has some weight behind it that pearl shoe and then i go buy the shoe or i try it on I'm like this isn't even close but nice job marketing because you got me in my attention but if you have some let me know but that's one thing i'm looking forward to the next thing i literally lose a little bit of sleep on i'm not gonna lie um and this is gonna come up a lot because this is this is my jam Okay, there's a there's a apparel company if you're not aware of um, called Path Projects, P A T H Projects. Now, early on, the year they came out is the year me and Joel started our podcast, and we hooked up with these guys, and they sent us some sample stuff to try. Their tops are I've got a, I got one on right now, the Path Projects shirt. Right, they have got the sweetest apparel in my eyes. Now they're not a running. Um, techie, right? They're not like, you know, some techie shirts. They're, they're just a soft, you can run in it and you can have a lifestyle in it. If that makes sense. So I have this cascade short sleeve shirt. They've nailed this one from day one. I wear it all the time. And then they came out with something I can't ever take off and that's their Pyrenees hoodies. Oh my gosh. I could live, sleep, everything in these things like a, a shirt, hoodie, Awesome sleeves with little watch hole, you know, everything, right? So they've got these all the stuff I like. And I've switched since just this year, more than ever, I do liners under my shorts. I don't like the short liners anymore, the tight little squeezy huggy, you know, meshy how you doings. I don't wear those anymore. 
Um, I'll cut them out of my shorts if they have them, and I go with a pair of Path Projects liners. They're base liners. Um, holy cow, it has changed everything. I don't chafe. I don't feel uncomfortable. Everything stays where it needs to be. Everything else is happy, so I love those. But they've taken a short that I wear all the time, and they are coming out with it in another short they have. So they have like a classic fit, and they've got a relaxed fit. Well, if you've ever seen me, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't wear form-fitting stuff, right? Just I'm not built that way. So I like the relaxed fit. And so they have a short I wear. That's all I wear. I have three pairs of them right now. I rotate them, and then I'll throw in. I have another couple pairs of shorts. Like I have some Patagonia shorts I'll throw in once in a while. But they're making a, a short they have that I love. Um, it's the Sykes short. And they're making it in the um, relaxed fit. So it can fit my big booty and my big thighs. So super. I can't I can't even tell you how excited I am about that. And they got a few other things coming out. Um, they got some, some jogger type pants and stuff. But I'm so looking forward to these shorts. You have no idea. The pockets, the material, they're so light, stretchy. That's one thing I'm looking forward to. Um, and for in all transparency, I, I, I am, quote unquote, part of the Path Projects crew, uh, which is the first year they've done a similar to an ambassador program. And I, again, I think they do everything the right way. Um, they don't force you to do anything like, oh, you need to do four or five social media posts a week or a month or whatever. They don't do any of that. They just want feedback and they want us to take authentic pictures or whatever. I love that. This, this, this group is awesome. The people there are great. And I'm hoping to get them on the show to talk a, bit, a little bit about it. So I want to throw that for all transparency is some part of their program. However, I know there's people out there that I know that wear their stuff and it's, it's amazing. So super excited what they've got coming out. Next up, here's where I need your help. Vests. Hydration vests that hold bottles. Now, again, Eric Manning's picky. I don't like wearing bladders. I don't think, for me, I never know how much I'm drinking. And it's real heavy on my back and sweat and it gets warm. And blah. And I, also, I like the bottles because I know how much I'm drinking. And I can also do one bottle with water, one bottle with my mixed drink, electrolyte, whatever I put in there. And I like to know how much I'm drinking. Usually, I'll carry two. If it's a long, you know, plus run, you know, 25 or more, I'll carry three bottles. Um, I'm a heavy sweater and I, I love to drink water. So that's part of that reason. But I'm looking for a good vest. I've wore Ultra Spire since they came out day one. I, I'm loyal. If I get a company that I like and they like me back, we've got some we've got some love going, right? There's the little floaty love hearts floating between my my head and, and their logo, I guess. But I've been with Ultra Spire. I love Bryce, um, the the founder and the designer there. He's done a great job, and he's I mean, whether you know it or not, you're probably wearing something that he's either designed or came up with, no matter what brand you're wearing. Um, he's kind of the, the grandfather or the father of hydration. But I'm looking for vests, and I've always wore Ultra Spire. I love their stuff, and I don't know what I'm looking for. It's not like what I'm wearing isn't sufficient. I've got like three or four vests, and I wear them depending on what I'm doing. So if it's a short run, I've got you know a pretty minimal one that's will hold a bottle in the chest, my phone in the other chest, got a jacket, maybe you know some snacks or whatever, and then. The, I've got like an intermediate vest and I've got like a hundred mile vest that can pack a little bit more or an adventure vest where I can pack a little bit more. So I don't know what I'm looking for. I just want something comfortable that can hold some bottles. And I also got a new GoPro cause I'm a sucker. So I got the new newest GoPro. So I want to be able to carry stuff, um, comfortably, right. Without stuff 
falling out and sticking me in the face and everything else. And I'm still trying to decide if I like the squeezy bottles, you know, the flasks that are, you know, when you drink out of them, they collapse into something small. I still have kind of like the Ultra Spire flat bottles. So I'm still on the fence about wearing a vest and just having the straw right in my face where I just bend down. I usually take the bottle out. So I'm still playing with that. But if you got some ideas, if you know, I mean, I've been out of the game for a while. If there's some vests out there you recommend, let me know because I'm going to still be doing gear reviews as well. I'm going to do a review on the North Face shoe. Um, if I run in it, I'm going to use it. Um, but I'm going to be doing reviews this year. Again, I pay for everything. So it's not like, you know, I'm paid off for my reviews. I'll be honest with you. And they won't be techie reviews. They'll be like practical reviews and my thoughts only, not the gospel. Um, but I'm looking for a good vest. Okay. So there's two things. The other thing I'm kind of waiting to see what happens is I've, I'm not against my Sunto watch. I love it, but I'm kind of curious if you've had experience with the Koros watches. I want to, I want to test one of those just to check it out. Right. I've been Sunto forever. I love it. No problems with them, but I'm kind of curious with the Koros one. They've got me intrigued just a wee bit. So if you if you have one of those, if you got experience, and I'd love a comparison, like maybe you've wore both a Sunto and a Koros, and I'm not um, particular what side of the fence you fall on. It's not a debate. I just want to know practical stuff, right? Like I'm just more interested in the, the basics. I don't do heart rate. Um, I don't really do breadcrumbs. I don't load maps. Um, so just like the basic stuff, right? Just how you like it, the comfort, the accuracy, the software, everything. So if you've, you've tinkled, 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 if you've tinkered with either of those, um, I'd love to hear more. And that's pretty much it. Nutrition. Holy cow. I'm always looking for some nutrition, this good stuff, right? Um, I'm always, I love playing with nutrition to see what's out there. Um, I've come across a lot that have come and gone and some that are just stalwarts, but uh, recovery drinks, nutrition, I'm always in their mood for. So if, what are you looking for? Send me a message, right? Or, or reply on the Facebook comments for, for the single track session. But you know, what new gear trail running wise are you most looking forward to in 2021? What am I missing? What's coming out under the radar? Or maybe I'm just missing that you can't wait for what's a shoe, apparel, nutrition, gear, electronic, whatever it is, right? What are you most looking forward to? And I know you're probably most looking forward to the trail manners swag. Um, so we, we don't have to say that, but or you do. Maybe what piece of trail manner swag would you buy and wear? That's a good one. We'll throw that one in there too. So again, these are some questions for you out there. I also want to know what kind of races you guys are looking forward to, right? For me, it's Bighorn 100, Bear 100, Elva Caraloco 50K. Those are the three I'm signed up for, and all three of them I'm super psyched for. Bighorn's been on my bucket list forever. So is Bear. Vaquero's like my, I finished that one six or seven times. Um, that's just one of my favorite of all time. But where else are you going to be? Where, where's a race I need to be looking into? Okay, here's one. I'm looking for a race in mid to late August. Okay, 50 mile-ish. And I'm also looking for something in July. Okay, July, I need a good one. Bighorn's at the middle to end of June. I need something good in July. I've got Elva Carroll the 1st of August, but I'm, I'm Bear is where I'm throwing all my chips. So I want to be just prepped as ready as I can when Bear hits. So I start slow, good build through the spring. I've got the Grand Canyon. Uh, Bryce is high in a few smaller trips. I'd love to get back to the Northwest guys, Northwest. If you're there, I miss you. Um, but yeah, that's some runcations I got in there, but I'm looking for July, 
between Bighorn and El Vaquero and between El Vaquero and the Bear and some meaty ones, right? These are like training races um, because I haven't raced for a while. I want to make sure I got all that dialed in, although I'll be coming off Bighorn. So if I don't have it dialed in for that, I'm kind of hosed, be lost in the mountains up there. Um, yeah, where are you going to be? Where should I come see you? Same with the runcations. Um, I'm looking forward to that. So, um, and then another one, how do you recover? What are, what are tips or preferences for some good home-based yoga or stretching for runners? I found some on YouTube. I'm not a class guy when it comes to yoga. I'm just going to say it right out. And if you've listened to the podcast, you know that. Joel makes fun of me. I want to get into more of some yoga-ish stuff, but not in a class. I'll do it watching a video, maybe virtually, right? Maybe I could do that where people can't see me. But I know I need that more than ever this year. Um, I'm like I said, just my hips are really not flexible. Um, so if you got any tips or preferences there, I've got the gun, right? I've got the Thera guns. I've got all that stuff. I've got a tins unit. I've got a foam roller. Um, I've got you know that stuff. But what like YouTube or home based yoga? And maybe there's some yogis out there that practice and and do virtual. I know that's happened a lot. I just want to try stuff, right? I'm not into the hot yoga. Some friends that do the Bikram or the hot stuff, I would probably just pass out and that would be the end of that. But I'm curious your recovery stuff. So got a lot of questions for you out there. I want this to be engaging and I want this to be fun in the community. Um, speaking of, I got the community page for Trail Manager. More than welcome. I've had people start posting on that again. Makes me super happy and excited that people are comfortable there and people can share and help out along that way. Um, so yeah, how about a little woody footy folks? We're winding down. We are winding down. So now we are into the first woody footy of 2021. Now folks, your chances are good because this week we only had 18 photos. And I know when we were in the peak here at trail manners for the woody footy again, where did your feet take you? It's every Sunday on Facebook, post a picture, a cool, gorgeous, nice picture. I Tell people not to use filters, but I'm not smart enough to know the difference. So I take the picture I like the most weekly. And I say, this is the winner, right? And we're, we'll change it up. I mean, I know everybody's like, we used to do hats, Eric. Gosh, dang it. I'm like, yeah, I know, but, you know, Eric's pocketbook's a little light. But I got some cool sticker, Woody Footy stickers. So the winner, I'll, I'll send a Woody Footy sticker to to start with. Um, but it's even better than that. So you, you win this week. Your picture gets used as the photo for single track session. So that'll be the photo you see was from this individual. And then I save it. And every month we'll vote and figure out the one of the month. And at the end of the year, we'll have 11 and we get a yearly winner. So this week we had some great stuff. And I love seeing some of these familiar names. Carla Nephew, Brad Sween. Um, we've got some great photos. Carla was the Arches Ultra 50K, which I ran last year. Oh, my gosh. I ran a race last year in 2020. I'm sorry. I lied to everybody out there. I ran that race. That was fun. It was a switched course. Um, but, yeah, I did run a race, I guess, because it was in January, February. I totally forgot. Last year was a long year. But Carla was down ultra, uh, Arches Ultra. Uh, Brad Sween. I'm glad you posted a photo, buddy, but you have, you say you have sticks on your feet. You were doing a little, uh, skiing, little, uh, cross country or Alpine stuff there. That looks awesome though. It was a great photo. Tim Barbie, Salt Lake trail in Illinois. That's a good looking shot. And we don't get a lot from Illinois. So I appreciate that. Jeremy Haddock at elbow fork, Mill Creek Canyon. Jeremy, I hope you're healing up. Good buddy. I know the trails miss you. 
Um, hope again, hope you heal fast. And then one of our favorites of the show, Simon Hodgson from New Forest, uh, England. Um, he has a, a killer photo. I love trees. I love mountains. I love water slash rivers. So those are some hints for everybody. And if you're wearing trail manners gear, your chances, I'm going to say, might go up too. And there's some people with some old stuff. So Simon, thank you. Rachel Zeiler from Frozen Waterfalls. Uh, Kelly Barkema, um, this is really cool. Inspiration Point at Bryce Canyon. Really cool photo. Um, Bryce is beautiful. It's got snow. A friend of mine, a close friend of mine, Sarah Moore, posted one on the Bonneville Shoreline Trail with her friend and pups, and that's a great shot. Um, but since you're my girlfriend, you're not going to win this week. Preston Wood, you did the Arches 50 Mile. Coming across a finish line, little video. Congratulations. And also congratulations getting into the Wasatch 100. You're going to crush that. Uh, Rachel Zeller again from Sweathouse Falls in Victor, Montana. And Corvallis, Montana. She was taking pictures everywhere. Tim Ruiz, gorgeous shot. Holy cow. Uh, lake, which I like. Trees, I like. Some clouds. Um, and here's something. Simon Hodgson posts on this. So good seeing so many names I know. Thank you, TM friends. That's what we're trying to build here. That's exactly what I want to see here. Um, Flathead Lake from Rachel. Natalie Sheffield, friend of the show for a long time. Elephant Rock. That's a good-looking photo. Lee Moss, he posts all the time. Lee, thank you so much. Upper Big Water Aid Station. That's from the Wasatch 100, but he's seven months early. And then Mill Creek Canyon. This week's winner is going... And I love this photo, and I'll tell you why, because it's pretty. There you go. And it's got some dirt, some red rock, a patch of snow. I love the picture of the runner. It goes to Bonnie Kaminsky. You are the winner this week of the Woody Footy for single track. You're in Moab adventuring. I love the word adventuring. Gorgeous photo. So you're the winner this week. If you want to send me manners at trailmanners.com, your address. If you want, we'll send you out some cool stickers, a Woody Footy sticker. Nobody has one unless you're with me or living with me. Then your only one's got one. Um, but you don't have to do those things now. You can get them through this way, which is better. You don't want to live with me. Um, so, yeah, congratulations to Bonnie. Gorgeous photo. Thank you so much for everybody that posted a Woody Footy this week. And let's spread the word. I want to see that back to like 40 posts, 40 pictures of all over the U.S. And we've got them from different parts of the world. Uh, let's grow that thing back to where it, where it should be so everybody can take a look at all these gorgeous photos. So send me at manners at trailmanners.com. Bonnie, your uh, USPS mailing address, and I'll send you out some stickers if you want. You don't have to, though. But you're, in the, you're a finalist for Woody Footy of February, and that is exciting in itself. So there we go. We didn't have any Ask Trail Manners questions this week. So on Sunday or Monday or Saturday, one of the days on social media, I say a thing, hey, if you have any questions, Ask Trail Manners. It can be about gear, training, racing, nutrition, food, beer, whatever, anything. We've had some bizarre stuff. We'll answer them on, on the Thursday's podcast. Or you can just message me at manners at trailmanners.com and send me questions, and we'll answer them. And there's some good ones. So don't forget about that. But until then, I've got to ask my Ask Trail Manners questions to you, the listener. And I would love to hear your answer because this is a much talked about thing this time of year what constitutes a running streak in your eyes you hear so many people that say i'm going streaking i got a running streak what is what is what is what's legit right and i know this varies from person to person and i'm not trying to foo-foo anything i'm curious is one mile constitute a running streak if you run a mile a day um if you walk does that constitute a quote-unquote running streak 
Like, is there a, is there a, does it have to be two miles, three miles, five miles? Does there have to be a distance in your eyes? And should you be running it? And I know it's a running streak, but I've seen people do them and says, hey, you know, I was hurt, so I just walked it today. Not that it's like the gospel or the Bible. I'm just curious what other thoughts are and what constitutes, because there's some legit streaks out there. And there's some, I think, that are more personal and they're a great challenge. And I love that people challenge themselves and hold themselves accountable and shoot for these lofty things. Um, But I'm just curious. So if you have any feedback for me on that, I'd truly appreciate it. Well, that's it for this week's single track session. The first one of 2021. Thanks for hanging in there. Stay tuned for more shows. I'm going to tell you right now, I can't, I'm overwhelmed with the support I've gotten in the last few days from emails, text messages, social media posts, so many people that have supported the show over the last five years and some people, to be honest with you, some people I don't know as well, and they're, they're sending messages and things. And I just, I, I'm incredibly, incredibly, incredibly grateful for all of you, not only that, that listen to the show and support it, but who take even a moment of your day to send a message. To me, that means so much. I mean, everybody's busy. And just the fact that you took a little bit of time out of your day to send a message along, I am truly grateful. So thank you. Those mean more to me than you know. And I try to get back to each and every one of you to make sure you know how much I appreciate it. So thank you so much. Let's help spread the word. Let's get this thing rolling again and get that community going again and get some positive things kicking out for 2021. And please don't forget to go on to Facebook or iTunes, leave a review, rate us. That helps a lot. We've got some good reviews for sure on on iTunes and stuff. But if you got time, throw it that way as well. I love reading those too, by the way. Those make me giggle and put a little smile on my face. We also have our Patreon, right? Our Patreon account. If you want to support us there, we'd love your support. Or we have a donate button if you want to help us that way. We just want to grow the show. We want to make it fun. We want to make it a place where you have to kill a couple minutes of your run, of your drive, any part of your day, and hopefully not be as rusty as we were on Tuesday. So my apologies to everybody on that. But we've got a great lineup coming for you. 2021 is going to be awesome. It's all what we make of it. If you have any questions, you have anything you want, just manners at trailmanners.com. Other than that, tune in next Tuesday for a fantastic podcast. Super excited with the guests. You'll see some teasers come up on that. And pay, pay attention to social media on Facebook at Trail Manners. Uh, we got a lot of little fun stuff going on every day throughout the week now. We're really you know gearing up for that. And just thank you. So have a wonderful weekend. Come back next week. Share us with your friends. And be safe. This is Eric Manning. I'm your host of the Trail Manners Podcast. Single Track Session is back. And I'm out.